Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash I don't work your lady video. If you want to do no work at all to help the work I do, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Jack D. Sanchez. I called roadside assistance today. Note that I'm a physically capable adult male. Mildly relevant. I blew out a tire while driving this afternoon, pulled off to the busy road to a side street to assess the damage and start work on replacing the flat with the spare from the trunk. It turned out that the lug wrench provided in this particular car was absolutely tiny and thus provided very little leverage. Try as I might, I only managed to loosen one of the five lug nuts holding the tire on. No problem, I thought, as I have roadside assistance coverage on my auto insurance. A short call later, my insurance is dispatched to a local service provider and I receive a text stating that Daryl from the local provider will be arriving at my location by 2.34pm. That's less than a half hour wait so I'm pretty happy. At 2.33pm, a van approaches, the driver waves at me and pulls over. Driver immediately hops out with a toolkit in hand, we exchange brief pleasantries and I explain my problem. Driver smiles and tells me the same thing happened to him last month and says not to worry about it. He takes out a proper wrench, I hand him the jack and spare, and he has my car back in operation in about six minutes flat. It was at this point when the conversation got a bit muddled. I ask him if he needs anything from me, like a signature, to ensure he gets paid. He responds that no money is necessary. I try to clarify my question and explain that I have roadside assistance on my policy and that my insurer got him dispatched to me and that I think they'll pay his employer for the service call. His response? Oh, no one dispatched me. I was just driving by and thought you could use some help. So you're not Daryl? They say, nope, Brian. I can't believe I handed this guy my jack and just watched him crank up my car while lying on the frozen pavement. I don't even remember how many times I apologized. Guy wouldn't let me hand him some cash. He just left in full cheer and told me to pay it forward. Aftermath, I waited another 10 minutes for Daryl, but gave up and left after finding his employer's phone number and canceling the help request. My insurer had been sending me automated texts all day along the lines of, Has your service provider arrived yet? Reply Y of yes and of no. Has your service been completed yet? And how likely are you to recommend this service provider from 1 to 10? I can't figure out how to respond in such a way that no one gets in trouble or over slash underpaid. Anyway... Thanks, Brian. Be honest, guys. A, do you know how to change a flat tire? If somebody's pulled over with an obvious flat, would you be willing to offer your assistance putting their spare on? Would you pull over and offer your assistance to help them change it? Let me know that honest truth down in the comments below. Our next story is by Obsessed with Fire. Ma'am, I'm 11. This happened some time ago. I was an 11-year-old male, trans. In my small town, we have a small grocery store. I'd gone there multiple times before to get energy drinks and sometimes food. 
I was there to get an energy drink, when in the middle of choosing a drink, I heard a ahem in a way that sounded like, I need your attention right now. I turned around to see a middle-aged woman standing behind me. I say, oh, sorry, am I in your way? Thinking she wanted a drink too. Oh, how I was wrong. She then said in a harsh tone, I need help looking for the mouthwash. Since I'd only gone there for drinks and food, I didn't know where the mouthwash was. I had then said, sorry ma'am, I don't know where that is. Then, in a harsher tone than before, she almost yelled, you should know where the item is if you're going to be working here. I then say, ma'am, I don't, but I was cut off by a ranting about how I should know what my job offered and how the customer was always right. Some people managed to hear the misunderstanding and were now looking our way. Me, being the nervous child I was, did not like this attention. So I grabbed my drink and started walking to the checkout, but no, I got held back by my arm. She then says, where do you think you're going? At this point, I'm fed up and shout, ma'am, I'm 11. I'm not even allowed to be working here. Then I pulled my arm away and went to the checkout, almost crying from the attention. I looked back before paying, and the look on that woman's face was priceless. It was a look of, I just screamed at a child, and oh crap, I will never forget that day. At least this Karen realizes the ramifications of going around and yanking a random child around by their arm. You know, realizing that you just committed a felony, technically. This next story is by Shroudham. Why are you speaking so loud to me? So there I was at this hardware store I rarely shopped at to get something to finish a project for my home shop. I was wearing a Harley t-shirt, Harley ball cap, hair and a ponytail with flip-flops. I had called ahead to see if they had the item I needed and was even told what aisle it was in. It was straight down from the checkout register. They had two different brand items, and I was down on one knee reading the box labels when this hand grabs my shoulder and the voice of a Kevin demands, where is odd item one? I said, don't know, I don't work here. Find an employee and don't touch me again. He grabs my shoulder again and demands, where's odd item two? Don't know, I don't work here. Find an employee and do not touch me again. Once more, my shoulders grabbed and the voice more irritated now demands, where is odd item three? Don't know, I don't work here. Find an employee and do not touch me again. Once more, the shoulder grab and a very irritated voice. Where is odd item four and why were you speaking so loud? I rose to my feet and put on what my now late wife called my resting jerk face that she thought made me look kind of scary. I'm not tall, but I am stocky. I probably had 50 pounds on the idiot. I said, I thought maybe you were deaf as well as being stupid. The Kevin stepped back, maybe in shock and reached out his hand. I said calmly, I told you three times I don't work here and not to touch me. If that hand touches me, I will break it. The Kevin gave me a horrified look, scurried off, and I took my item up front to pay for. I just wanted out of there at that point. The checkout girl told me that guy caused problems every time he came in, and she had called the owner to come up front and 86 him. There must just be some kind of issue with this guy because I don't understand how you're so consistently that bad at shopping. Like the fact that the cashier said that this person causes an issue every time they come in. That means every time without fail, they don't understand what is going on. So the real question is, what's going on with this guy? This next story is by Volt Evie. Okay, so I don't know if this belongs here, but meh. So basically, I'm just relaying info from one of my friends on Discord, so I'll be in their point of view in this post. 
I was at a carnival booth that was selling Pokemon cards, and people thought I worked there. Okay, so basically, I was waiting my turn to buy more of the Shining Strike Pokemon cards the guy had, and a kid who looked like he was 11 asked me how much the jerseys were, and I just told him, I don't know, I don't work here. Another guy asked me how much a toy gun was, and again I said I don't work here. I was wearing a yellow field day shirt from 2012. I was helping the people who were playing the spin the wheel and win the Pokemon card the pointer lands on, because the guy running it made the pointer deceptively small and hard to see, unless you're standing at the right angle, which I was. Because it's pretty deceptive and people thought the knob to spin it was the pointer. At the end of the day, I still got some good cards and a few laughs, so all was fine. This is extremely random, but this kind of makes me want to go back to a carnival. It's been a long time since I've gone to one. And honestly, it's kind of a nice little story, and it's nice that OP's trying to look out for people. Because everybody knows people running these booths and attractions and whatnot. They're always having their little tricks and ways to try to be a little scammy so they can make money. Our next story is by Beatrix Russell III. I'll take this. Just today, my wife and I were out window shopping for garden plants and flowers for planting next week. It's going to freeze this weekend and early next week, so we're waiting that out to put plants in the ground so they don't get burned. While walking through the outdoor section of a local garden store, my wife walked off to look at a different row of plants. I was browsing for a climbing plant when an older lady steps into the row and looks directly at me. She's holding an oversized garden bag and saying something to me. I can't really make out what she said, so I walk closer to her with a smile and say, What was that? I'll take this, she says, gesturing towards me with the oversized lawn bag. My smile widens and says, that's great, where are you taking it? She falters as I watch her mentally process my response, still smiling. I see the hamster finally get off the wheel. Oh, you don't work here? I chuckle, no ma'am, with a warm smile. You could have told me that. Getting over her mild embarrassment, she ended with, you just look like you know what you're doing. She's not wrong. I grew up on a farm and ranch and feel very at home in places like these. I said, yes, ma'am, I do. Have a great day. I said as she shuffled off, oversized bag clutched under her arm. This old lady's reply is absolute BS. Just as much as she said, you could have told me that. They could have asked, right? And OP's fault that they look like they know what they're doing. Our next story is by aspiring actress. Nice guy helps out little me. This isn't one of those Karen screamed and hit stories, but seeing nice ones like these always make me happy, so I thought I would include my own. In this story, I was actually the perpetrator. I was at Walmart with my fiancé, and he had abandoned ship to go check out the clearance section while I started shopping. A regular occurrence. He still wasn't back once I got to the waters, and the bottles he likes are on the top shelf. I'm five foot nothing, so I would either have to wait or ask only other people on this aisle. It was a couple speaking Spanish, and I very shyly asked, Excuse me? The guy turned around and kindly said, Sorry, no English. Now, I'd learned a tiny bit of Spanish at prior jobs, mostly hotel and restaurant-related words, but I was able to very clumsily ask him, You don't work here, but I need water, please, in Spanish. The guy grabbed the waters on the top and complimented my Spanish, and we both went on our ways. My fiancé still had to go back because I didn't realize the multi-packs are smaller than the single ones, but I still appreciated both the guy that helped me and the opportunity to practice speaking Spanish outside of the workplace. It's definitely moments like these that make you realize, hey, paying attention in Spanish class in high school was worthwhile. Or the whole two days I was fully committed to learning on Duolingo until I gave up 
actually paid off a little bit. Our next story is by Bookworm 2913 Funny Story of Little Girl. So last week was my birthday, and my aunts decided to take me shopping to try to make my birthday memorable for a good reason. My little brother had to be life flighted around 2am on my birthday. He's all good now. So anyways, we got to Kiwi Loco, I really like frozen yogurt, and it was fairly busy. I got my bowl, filled it up, then went through the small line to get toppings. I was waiting for my aunts to finish deciding what flavor they wanted and for them to get their toppings. I was standing near the toppings counter when I saw this little girl trying to get the fruity pebbles. The little girl was at eye level with the counter. I asked if she needed help and she said yes. The I'm assuming mom walked over, she saw me helping the little girl. She thanked me and seemed to rush off to take care of something else. Right after that, another little girl who I assume was the other little girl's sister tapped me on the arm and in that cute little voice said, excuse me, can you help me get some Oreos? I of course said, yeah, sure. After I scooped an appropriate amount of Oreos, she asked me to get her some animal crackers. As I was scooping those, the mother came back and asked her where her bowl was. I then set the bowl down, turned to the little girl and said, here you go, is that enough crackers for you? The little one nodded and said, thank you. The mother then turned to me and thanked me as well. I told her that it was no problem, then moved to get out of the way as I was blocking the sugary toppings. That was my first ever I don't work here lady, and I'm honestly kind of proud I get to share it. This is one of those super satisfying human connection type stories where like if you're having a little bit of a downtime or you're kind of struggling, you can just kind of think of that memory and feel good about it and it might give you a little energy or a little motivation to keep on with the grind. And our final story of the day is by Concentric Mid, figures there's a sub for this. Have you all been mistaken as a worker at a retail store once, or is it something of a regular occurrence? I left my office, walked down the street to the local Macy's, and bought a cute little pearl necklace for my wife on the occasion of our anniversary, and got a matching one for my young daughter. I work at a corporate law firm, and so was dressed for it. I was waiting at the counter for the kind and helpful sales associate to invoice me when a couple of gentlemen asked me if I work there. I did what I usually do on these occasions. I take a deep breath, process whether this is a big enough deal to get annoyed about, and then just tell them, no, I don't work there. But the question is, why do some people attract this question time and time again? What vibe do I give off? Was it my tie? I've had the same questions asked to me no matter what I wear. I can't but think that part of it has to be that I'm a person of color. Let's face it, persons of color have a distinct experience in the United States and live stereotypes and are reinforced in the media, but that doesn't explain it all. Why then? This is a really good question. Maybe it's how professional you look, even beyond like just what you're wearing. Maybe it's the confidence or air around you. Some people just, if they look like they know what they're doing, like that story earlier, some people just think they work there. Somebody going from point A to point B knowing exactly what they're doing, looking somewhat official. Somebody that's desperate might just reach out for help regardless. And then yeah, if you're wearing a suit or you're wearing a tie and like a dress shirt, people are just going to assume, oh that must be a manager or some kind of associate or something. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.